0: bringing you key insights, tips, and advice from the brightest minds in the Canadian franchising industry. This is the Franchise Canada Chats Podcast. Franchise Canada Chats podcast where we take you into the world of franchising. Our interviews are with franchisors, franchisees, and industry leaders who give On The Pulse expert advice and insights. I'm your co-host Trisha, and you're listening to Season 2, Episode 19. And we got to speak to MADE Pro's David Buckler. So to give you a little bit of background of what MADE Pro is all about, MADE Pro is uh, one of the top cleaning services in the country. And they believe in taking the dirt off your hands and your home and they've seen massive growth in terms of franchise locations in the u.s and in canada uh, david spoke to us about his business and how it's evolved over the last 10 years he also talked about his recruitment process of the recruitment process and what that was like um, some things he wasn't prepared for when he first opened his business and um a lot more so without further ado here's our episode with david hi david hi how are you doing
1: i'm doing excellent
0: awesome so uh, let's just dive right in what were you doing before you became a made pro franchisee
1: i was in construction i was a construction manager up until 2008 when construction basically came to a screeching halt um And I had to find something different to do. I was remortgaging my house at the same time. And my mortgage broker actually came to me and said, hey, I've been looking at this franchise opportunity and I know you're unemployed and have some money. So um, he actually was the one that talked me into trying it out.
2: Why did you choose Made I mean, that's kind of quite the lead from construction yeah. to a cleaning service.
1: Um, I was involved with a different franchise. I won't uh, name them uh, in the service business before, so I had a lot of experience in it. Um, I actually said no when my partner at the time um, suggested a made franchise. I said, not a chance. I've done the service industry before, and I'm I'm not interested. Um, We flew down to Boston. Um, He said, well, let's go tour their office anyways, and I went down for the tour, and actually changed my mind in a single day just by seeing their office their support system meeting uh, the founders mark and richard uh, and their team Um, i was just so blown away by the support network that um, I, i couldn't say no
2: was that the number one thing that kind of drew you to it was that support system in place
1: Yes, and the opportunity to be the first one in Canada. Um, they were purely U.S. when we joined, um, and they, right from the start, said it's going to be a very collaborative relationship. We haven't done Canada before. We understand you've been in a franchise before, so, uh, and, and it has been up until today. I mean, we're still in a very collaborative relationship, and they throw bounce a lot of ideas off me, and and most of it is translatable between the U.S. and Canada, but some things just aren't. So,
2: mm-hmm. whereabouts are you located?
1: I'm in Calgary, Alberta. Um, I have two offices here uh, just to cover the size of the city, and I also have another office in uh, um, Burlington, Ontario. Oh, very
2: nice. Yeah. yeah. So, do you are you from West Co- the West Coast?
1: Yeah, I grew up in uh, British Columbia, in Kelowna to be specific, and spent a couple of years in Vancouver and then uh, moved to Calgary when I discovered it's really tough to make money in British Columbia. And
2: (laughs) And so why did you do uh, a Burlington location, why did you head over to
1: Ontario? Uh, Burlington was another location that was struggling um, and it was at the point of either sell or close. Um, and again, I'm very involved with the franchise. I, didn't, I did not want to see a Canadian office close at that point. Cause I think at that point there was only five of us. Um, so I took it over to keep it running and to basically get it to a, a better place where it would be more desirable for a new owner. Um, and I just still have it at this point. It's been, I think four years wow. since we took over that location and there's now nine offices in Canada. So. Wow.
0: That's great. I'm like one nine. how did that uh like what was it first like when you started the business how did canadians receive made pro
1: um we actually really took off like a rocket it's been um you know the market was uh, for house cleaning is either independence which that's never going to change or at the time it was your options were kind of uh um, a few other old, older franchises that really haven't changed their model much over the years. Um, we were quite, quite well received. We do kind of bridge that gap between uh, an independent cleaner and a professional company, and um, we're all about the customer service. And and yeah, it's just it's done really well.
0: Do you remember your first day?
1: I do. It was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> The first week was pretty terrifying, just sitting, staring at the phone in an empty office going, ring, come on.
2: (laughs) Yeah, how do you even begin? I mean, is the first step just to start cold calling and get clients?
1: Um, MadePro is really, really good at doing the first two years of a franchise. Um, They had the plan, and I mean, I just followed the model, um, got the name out there. Uh, I have found in Canada we have to be a little bit more customer facing as in we got to get out and go do the home shows and the, the trade shows and um people want to see your face and know who they're doing business with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so i t- try to do a lot of that a lot of uh, local events we did three this year from a garden show to a street fair to a dog show um, there was an awful lot of that and just going around face-to-face and getting involved in the community uh, to get our name out there um, and made pro is really really good on the um, online end helping you get the customers through the web um, you know, they have an amazing website and they've been really helpful in getting that all optimized for Canada and we do probably upwards of 300 quotes a month
2: wow that's crazy so what would uh when you first started what did a typical day look like for you and now how long have you how long has it been since you opened your business 10 years
1: it was 10 years in february
2: Oh, wow! congratulations yeah.
1: um, um yeah, initially, I mean, it was 10-hour days, and, and I mean, it, that really never changes as a business owner. Your day doesn't really stop just because it's 5 o'clock, um, but I went from, you know, coming in at 7 in the morning and working until 6 at night, and, and uh, to nowadays, I've got a full staff that's smarter and better looking than me. Um, I do, I usually roll in about 10 in the morning, and I stay until 3 or 4 in the afternoon, and
0: Awesome! Wow. As like the you know like you've gotten had to go to shows and all this kind of stuff to promote your franchise. Has that kind of shifted, like that kind of responsibility shifted towards the staff, or do you kind of still do things to promote Made Pro?
1: You have to. I mean, Made Pro is always promoting on their end, um, but it is a, again a very local business um and people want to know who they're dealing with so i'm constantly doing those shows either me or my uh, sales manager um just getting out there and letting meeting people you know we're rarely trying to sell stuff when we go do those shows we're just trying to get our face out there and and then people remember us when it's ready for a cleaning
0: (laughs) it seems like you have to be kind of like an entrepreneurial type to kind of enjoy that, like to, you know, get out there and put yourself out there and, and you have to kind of be confident in these skills and stuff like that, do you, do you, would you agree with that or are there certain
2: skills you kind of have to, to be That's successful? That's probably
1: the most important skill that I had to learn because I came from construction where you've got to know, you know, more technical details. You don't really have to know the people, you got to be able to read plans and turn it into reality. Um, this is really a people business, um, and you have to be really comfortable talking to people all the time and interviewing all the time and talking to clients and, and pros, uh, which is what we call cleaners. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's probably taken the longest for me. Um, I'm a bit of an introvert, so just learning to put yourself out there and and uh, be yourself and and you know, say what you do and do what you say is one of my key. Uh,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Business models.
2: Has it? Have you noticed that since you're now an established business owner that you're less of an introvert, or do you still find that that's something you still that's a quality that you still have? Yeah.
1: Um. Personally, I would say I'm still probably an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um. But as far as the franchise goes, I mean, we just had our convention uh, last weekend. It, Nobody in the franchise knows that I'm an introvert. So (laughs) it's a skill that you, I guess, develop um, that you have to be able to comfortable putting yourself out there. And while I may still feel the same inside, um, it's that's not the the face of the business owner, the business owner that my fellow franchisees know and that uh, my clients know is a lot more outgoing than I think I am. So.
2: Um, how many do you have any staff and if so how many do you have
1: yeah I think we're currently sitting at 42 and that's uh, cleaners and office staff Um, and we're constantly looking for good people Um, it's been a tougher environment in Alberta for the last several years Um, so we haven't grown as fast as we did in the first five years but we are constantly hiring and interviewing and it, it's a tough job i mean it's at the end of the day you're cleaning toilets so yeah.
2: um when you it first... doesn't tend
1: to have a, a real long um, employee base uh the probably the majority of our employees go through in about 18 months uh, but we've got people that have been with us for 10 years as wow. well.
2: Wow. when you first started were you actually Did you have uh, cleaning stuff in place or were you actually going on call yourself and doing that work as well?
1: Um, You know, in 10 years, I've only been on three cleans. Um, When I first started, the the franchise did have a, a rule right in the contract that the owners couldn't clean um and that was probably a really good thing or i wouldn't have had many customers i'm still not a great cleaner um i go out on the uh uh, when we do charity cleans i'm typically there right beside the girls working Uh, if there's one of the cleans that i did was on a christmas eve where we were still working late and went out to help to make sure that the staff was getting off at a decent time Mm -hmm. um but it's really important as an entrepreneur that you're working on your business rather than in it. And that's always been my philosophy. Um, Can you you elaborate
0: on that? On your business rather than in
1: it? Um, If you're working in it, there's a really great book. um, It's a short read if you're on a plane or something called the E-Myth and it talks about a cake maker that started her own business and she was still baking every day. There is so much that you have to do as a business owner to grow your business that if you're actually working in it every day, you just don't have the chance to get to those, whether it be marketing or going to do these events, the the trade shows and the face-to-face meetings with the Chamber of Commerce. And that's the kind of stuff that you need to do to build your business. And if you're actually working in it, you rarely find the time to go and do that or the energy.
2: When you first started, started did Maypro help you kind of when you're developing your own list of employees for cleaning services, did they provide you with some sort of contact list or did they help you get that going?
1: Uh, they absolutely help you with the marketing. But after that, it's up to you to do the interviewing. Uh, and they have some guidelines for new owners on... Um, important questions to ask in interviews and to help you through the interview process mm-hmm. um, they'll also do um, some practice interviews with you mm-hmm. um, to help you get a little bit more familiar with that mm-hmm. um, probably the biggest skill that you really need though is finding and retaining good employees and that's something that just comes with time it's really hard to che- teach so mm-hmm. Um, One of the great things about being part of a franchise, though, is not only do I have the the home office support, I've got 250 other owners that are going through the same thing. So what head office can't help me with, I put out to our owners groups, uh, whether it be through Facebook or we've got some internal communication. And I can get help from owners who are actually sitting in the chair doing the same job as me.
0: Yeah, that sounds really nice. I think that's one of the things that a lot of people, a lot of franchisees say is like the best part about franchising is that they're not like rather than starting a business is that they, they always have that support and they can rely on that, um, on people going through the same thing to give them the advice they need or anything like that. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I absolutely don't know if I would have made it 10 years if I wasn't <laughs> part of the franchise. Cause there's days when you're just like, Oh my God, what have I done here? <laughs> um, and, this, the support group is just amazing. There's other owners. You'll post something like that on Facebook and all of a sudden other owners will be like, oh man, I went through the same thing like five years ago. You just gotta keep your head down and keep going. And um, <laughs> that support network is awesome. And even head office realizes, they say 50% of your support's gonna come from us. The other 50 is from the other owners.
2: When you first started, what? how long was it before you kind of got your first client? Was it a couple months or was it a couple weeks? <sighs>
1: Oh no! Uh, We had a pretty aggressive marketing strategy to start. I think we had probably 15 clients in the first month. Um, We hit 90 clients, which is about where the business breaks open or breaks even operationally at about three and a half months. So we we went really quick, and that comes with its own uh, uh, problems when you're growing too fast. Gets tough, your quality slips, and we had to learn that lesson and slow the pace down of growth a bit. And
0: yeah, for sure, the business stuff like that, interesting. Um, so what's your, what would you say is your favorite part about running a made pro franchise?
1: Um, my favorite part about running a business period is seeing an employee, um, get their first car, get their first house. Um, you know, we have a lot of um, single moms um, that have been through issues in their past. Um, to see them be able to develop themselves because of what I've built, that really gets gets me right in the, the warm spot.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the franchise is uh, probably the other owners. I mean, over the years, I've made such amazing friends that are in the exact same spot as me. They know exactly what I'm going through. They go through the same issues and we're able to just get Mm -hmm. straight to business and support each other both emotionally and um, operationally.
0: Yep. Are the other owners like in the same, would you say like, are they kind of similar to you or like they're very different? Do you guys have like a diverse?
1: Uh, it's really diverse. Yeah, they come from all backgrounds and people that I didn't think would make it. Um, and for whatever reason, we have a pretty big contingent of engineers, mm-hmm. um, which I guess really likes the the structure of a, a franchise.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Um, and the biggest challenge they tend to have is that it is more of a people business than they're used to. Um, but we have people from all different walks of life. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's good to hear. It's interesting to s- That you said that there's kind of those feel-good stories as well. Yeah, Um, that's always like a nice added bonus. Sweet. (laughs) Yeah, it's a nice. It's just like a nice story when you can help someone get their career going, right? Is there any like? uh, So you
0: mentioned a single mother. Is there any kind of like a story that kind of sticks out to you of uh, one of your employees that you that moves you or something like that?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, we've had a couple that have left on maternity leave and come back, and one has actually been back twice. She's had two kids and she's been with us, um, and she's now hasn't come back after the second one just because she found that it was uh, getting tough with the daycare. Um, we had one girl that started with us when she was still in high school and was with us for about six years um, and then went back to school while she was working with us. I went to her graduation from that. She's now working in medical administration and and loves it and still loves us and still comes to visit.
2: Wow, Yeah, that's awesome. Um, If you could give any advice to prospective franchisees um, or new business owners, what would it be?
1: especially if you've never done business before franchising is so helpful again you've got that network of people that are going through the same thing with you Mm -hmm. Um, i would absolutely recommend if you haven't been in business before that franchise is the way to do at least your first business Um, research the franchise Um, don't just talk to the franchisor Uh, Again, I mean, me personally, I made my decision by going to see the franchisor, but I also did my homework. I went and visited a couple of offices before we opened, um, learned their experience with the franchisor, um, their experience with the business period. I think that's really important when you're getting into a franchise is to also talk to the franchisees as many as you can beforehand. try to find ones that are in the same type of market as you are. If you're in a you know, urban city, you're going to want to talk to somebody that's operating in an urban city. Um, if you're in a suburban or rural market, then make sure you're talking to somebody that's in that same type of area to just, just to get an idea of the uh, challenges that they face.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea to to definitely do your homework before you kind of jump into anything mm-hmm. and that's, yeah. Was there? Did you feel though that there was anything? Was there anything, I guess, that you weren't prepared for though, even with all this kind of homework that you did?
1: I, I think right. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't. Uh, there's always things that you're not going to be prepared for. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it be the the clients or the employees, um, or dealing with the vendors, um, it's a learning experience all the time. And the more resources you have to support you with that. Uh, the better the off that you're going to be, and the easier the transition and the learning experience is going to be.
2: Yeah, for That's sure. Much better. Yeah. Um, what's next for you in your business?
1: Uh, we're going to keep on growing. We're looking at offering um, secondary services. Um, Made Pro is actually in a partnership with Men in Kilts in the USA, just not in Canada yet. Um, so we're uh, in Calgary. That happens to be the biggest Men in Kilts in uh, in the country. So. Uh, I've made friends with the, the owner of Men and Kilts, and we're going to talk to them about a, a relationship to offer different services. Oh, um, cool. I'd like to potentially start another location in uh, Vancouver. I just think it'd be a great market, and that's again where I grew up, and I still have ties there. Nice. Yeah,
2: it sounds very exciting. Well, you're so are you, do you still live in Calgary? I do. So, how do, who, how do you operate your Burlington location?
1: I, I've got a really great manager and systems, um, which is, again, a great thing about the franchise is that there's systems in place as long as you can find a person who can operate those systems properly. Um, there's great reporting tools from our software that we can check on how their customer satisfaction is, the financial day to day it's really finding a good person I went through a couple of managers before I found the the perfect fit for both my management style um, and the employees Um, and you know I only get out there probably three times a year I'm fairly brief
2: that's awesome yeah living
0: living the life yeah (laughs) so are you ready David for um this part of our, our section, which is called franchise fun.
1: Sure. Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> so we're just gonna ask you some uh, rapid fire questions, and you can just respond maybe in a sentence, or maybe even just a one-word answer will do as well. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The most interesting thing I've done recently is.
1: Um, Interesting. I went to Tijuana because we had a convention in San Diego and the rest of the convention didn't go particularly well. So (laughs) it was interesting. It wasn't necessarily fun.
0: Cool. Uh, A good franchisor is?
1: Uh, Somebody who listens and operates collaboratively with the franchisees.
2: In its best form, work is?
1: Fun. Mm -hmm.
2: We get that a
0: lot. Yeah. That answer a lot. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> um, the, most, the most important thing in my life is?
1: Um, my family, extended, um, and I'm including my business family in that.
2: Mm-hmm. If I could meet anyone, it would be?
1: Hmm. I, I have to go a little personal on that. It would be my grandfather. He died when I was really young, so I don't really remember him.
0: That's a nice one. Uh, Canadian franchising is?
1: <laughs> yeah, Canadian franchising is uh, great.
2: And finally, one necessary item on my life's to-do list is? Travel. Oh, OK. Where do you want to go? Everywhere. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> With- yeah, I
1: literally uh, have one of those maps on the wall that came off Facebook, where you scratch off the countries that you've been to, and uh, man, there's a lot of—it's a big, big world yeah. out there. So.
2: Yeah, when you—I have one of those as well. When you see it, and you're like, "Wow, I—I I thought I've traveled a lot, but not really, because <laughs> there's like yeah. the other countries." <laughs> <laughs> Is there anywhere in particular that you want to go that you that you haven't
1: been? Uh, Southeast Asia, so oh. Thailand, Vietnam. Uh, even China, but that's probably a separate trip.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's on my to do list, too. Oh, yeah. One day. <laughs> <Best>. <laughs> um, that's great. Thanks yeah. for joining us today, thanks, David. Thanks, David. Really appreciate it. No problem.
0: All right. Yourself a great day, I guess. Still day in yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Day? <laughs>
2: Have a good weekend, too.
1: Awesome. Thank you both, and uh, thanks for CFA for doing this. Take care. Bye. All right, bye bye.
0: Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more, visit franchisecanada.online. And if you're interested in the franchise opportunity, go to lookforfranchise.ca.